Multiplication patterns and the need for speed. This is Shannon on our audio blog for SIS, the number four teachers.org. The importance of multiplication patterns is a topic that we've covered before at SIS for teachers, but is no less important now than it was then. As we are out working in schools, we've unfortunately observed that students come into third grade and then go in, going into fourth and fifth, they're not getting any better at understanding their multiplication facts. Faster really isn't smarter. As we said before, and what kids today are lacking is the understanding of the ability to apply multiplication patterns. For, for more of the research on times up and times test and fluency for facts, you can find some great articles by Joe Buller and Ucubed, or you can also go to our math resources page and click on professional development on the left tab. To help address this challenge and to help kids really understand multiplication and division, we've been implementing our math multiplication journals and using our number bond cards with our project schools. Kids seem to be able to come up with a great, um, great games to play like bump for multiplication. But one thing that we've been working on is figuring out a way to help students increase their speed of understanding the patterns, discovering the need for speed. This summer I was in Las Vegas presenting for our SDE conference. If you haven't marked your calendar for next year, don't want to miss it. I'm going to be there. Um, one of my colleagues, Sherry Salone, came up to me after one of the presentation and she's like, you have got to come down to the vendor booth because I have to show you this math game. Being in the middle of presenting at a huge conference that gets crazy for me at times um, with all the different sessions, I thought I don't really have time, but Sherry persisted and I was. she convinced me to come down for a quick break because she had to have me see this lady, this awesome multiplication speed game. I walked up to the booth to meet the lady I know her now as Julie from High Hill Homeschool, and she showed me how to play her game. I don't know about you, but I used to play speed all the time when I was a kid. I loved it. I remember trying to always beat my brother and sister. My sister. We used to play with a regular deck of cards, and we would go up or down in numerical order as quickly as possible until you were out of cards. For example, if there was a 10, I could put down a 9 or a jack. Julie played the game with me at her booth and talked to me about the different types of multiplications um, games that she had. There's a different deck of speed cards going from two all the way through nine. You don't have a 10 speed or a one speed, so it's probably not needed. The box come in numerical order, but the first thing that popped into my mind was that we have a specific succinct order of teaching multiplication facts to help combat the struggle that we have with kids and helping them understand multiplication patterns. If we go in numerical order with twos, threes, and fours, and simply to memorize, we always feel like things are going super great and super sailing with those facts, but then we get in the five, that looks even better, and then we go to the six, sevens, eights, so on. The kids just kind of fall off the wagon and fluency gets left behind despite our best efforts. Although I didn't do this in front of her, I really wanted to reorder the box the way you see it here in the blog, which is the way I would show it in my trainings. I would start with the fives at the tops because fives and tens are the easiest taught and those patterns connect. Then I would group together the two fours and the eights and the three sixes and nines and then teach the seven as a standalone, which really does it with five and two to make it easier. This mirrors how we teach our multiplication in the multiplication journal as well in the book as Time's Up on Time's Test.
As we played, I found out that Julie, a homeschool teacher, as a homeschool teacher, as she's teaching her children, she always saw a need for the kids to understand the patterns behind mouthification. Ironically, Julie is from South Haven, Michigan, but it took both of us to go to Las Vegas to get connected. I was so glad that we did. Here's how it works. One of the unique features of the cards is the beaded patterns they use to show the groups on the deck. For example, the Speed 3 deck, if you look at the number, if you're looking at the 18, for example, you'd be able to see how many groups of three are in 18 by looking at the how many groups of three are filled in. Julie pointed out that this feature means that you could also use the speed cards as a tool for division. You could simply hold up a card and ask the student to identify how many groups were in that particular number. Kids can also lay the cards out and simply group them by pattern. If I were to lay out the cards, the two speed deck, two, four, six, eight, 10, 12, and went all the way up to 20, then lay the cards for the four speed deck on top, I could easily see where the two sequences overlap, which is 4, 8, and 12, and so forth. Then I could take the 8-speed game and lay that on top of it to see what patterns were forming. To help solidify this perspective, students could take this concept and talk in their multiplication journals about the kind of patterns they're noticing and connect it to the page that is highlighted highlights the patterns. Speed is so fun and so fast-paced. Of course, I purchased two of them and told Julie I really wanted this game to be in our project schools we were working with for our M-Cube classes because it fits right in with our multiplication journal and the research we've looked at in multiplication. We're super excited to be able to partner with High Hill Education so that we can now have the game in our online store and get her product in all of our schools. We recommend to, to that each of your classes have three sets of speed cards in the third grade classroom. This way, if you're working on the patterns of twos or maybe fours, you could pull the decks out and you'd have three groups being able to play so that six kids could play. Parent Night. We were able to feature this game in a recent Parent Night hosted by the Coopersville Public Schools. It was such a great opportunity to get this tool in the hands of parents that benefit students, but are but it's easy, fast, and fun. About 60 families attended, and we got the chance to talk to them a little bit about the strategies we're using in the classroom and the importance of strategies for kids' success. We used some of their title funding and um, at, so that we were able to get each family a speed game to take home. Originally, we were going to give them only the games to the upper elementary students since they were working on multiplication. However, I was reminded that kids in kindergarten can actually skip count by twos and fives, so we got it for all of them. For parents using the game at home, I created a game board for the speed game to give them a little bit more direction for setting it up and playing the game, and put it in a clear plastic sleeve and sent it home for each family. Some kids also need the game board to help them to stay accountable during math workshop in the classroom. I also created a tournament for this for um, the speed game so that players can kind of play sort of like an elite eight. I, yes, I do know that during March Madness you actually have to win games in to get into the elite eight, but we could have eight groups, eight friends such as your mom or dad, brother or sister or classmates could get together, select a deck of speed that you want to play, and then the players who masters could kind of keep going through the bracket until you have a master master pattern maker. 
Patterns before fluency. I absolutely am in love with this game. It's not often that I find a product that fits right into the strategies that I'm working with with teachers and students. It's also something that gets kids super excited. Ultimately, multiplication is not just about skip counting forward or backwards, but ultimately it's understanding the patterns that are happening within it. So whether you're skip counting on an abacus forward and backwards by fours to 40, for example, or tossing a koosh ball back and forth, or kids are skip counting forward and backwards by, where they're skip counting with the koosh ball forward and backwards by a certain number, or playing the game of speed or bump. The games are pulling out the number bond cards the kids can see and make connections with the patterns instead of just memorizing things that are on flashcards in front of them. While some of our kids thrive on the love of doing fact practice, I bet the large majority of our kids don't. And so, give times tests over again. So, and so giving times tests over and over again certainly is the answer to increase fluency. We have to look to the pattern and then eventually they will develop the fluency. That's why the times up on times test book by two of my really great presenter friends, Eliza Sort Thomas and Kristen Hilty, is an amazing book. It's filled with all kinds of strategies, games, and how, and ways to help students become fluent in their facts, um, not only in addition, or not only in multiplication, but also in subtraction, not only in addition and subtraction, but also in multiplication and division. I hope to see your, um, I hope you really enjoy the game of speed. Let us know if you're interested in doing a parent night at your um, school and we can get you some great deals in this amazing um, game. Check out our bundle deal in our store. If you buy three sets for your classroom, you can get a really great discount. Also, you can also download the game board in the Elite Eight tournament by clicking on the images in the blog. Thanks so much.